welcome to Practical and Playful PE, the Irish Primary PE Association podcast. Join us as we chat to inspiring teachers and researchers about ideas, resources and activities which can help enhance your PE lessons. Hello, you're very welcome to the latest episode of Playful and Practical PE. I, my name is Shane O'Neill and I am a member of the IPPEA committee. And this is a special episode tonight where we're looking at how to run a successful sports day in your school. I'm joined by Peter Lavin, who is a fellow member of the IPPEA committee and who will give us some more insight in how to make the sports day as, as successful as possible and easy to organise in, in our school. Peter, you're very welcome. Thanks very much, Shane. Look up a few questions based on sports day. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Delighted to have you. So look, we'll get straight into it. It's a busy time of year in schools and as we approach the summer, we want everything to go smoothly. So first thing I'd like to ask you is, when do you think is the best time to have a sports day in, in a school? Uh, well, all schools are different, Shane, but to be honest, um, from our school, I'd like to have it maybe two times in the year. Uh, the first time might be in late September. And it can tie in with European School Sports Day, which is normally um, nearly the last Friday in September or so. And secondly, I'd also like to have one on the third term, whether it's late May or June. Um, both those times are when we normally have good weather. But also bearing in mind in June that a lot of schools are busy with standardized, te- standardized tests, I should say, and school tours. So um, that's why it should always be planned out well during that time. Okay. And interesting to note there that you kind of, you're recommending two times in the year as opposed to I suppose, what a lot of schools would have or normally do would be one. I think so, Shane. I think it's just a nice time as well to introduce the new children to the school. And uh, like I said, with the good weather, uh, why not have the children out? And one day in the month of September um, is not too much, um, in my opinion, anyway. Very good. Yeah. And in, in relation to European Sports Day, is there a link that we can share for teachers maybe that would be interested in looking at that for the new term in September? Yeah, absolutely. They can go on to www.essd.eu and also the IPPA have had and are going to have um, a webinar activities that you can include on that day and you can even access the IPPA website to find out a list of activities that you might be able to use um, on ESSD or on any sports day. Fairly comprehensive there. Thank you. And Pete, when it comes to sports days, what would be some of the, the main things to bear in mind when, when it comes to organising it in the first place? What, have you any key tips there? Well, I'd say the first thing is maybe to agree a date at a staff meeting, um, maybe a couple of weeks in advance, so all teachers, first of all, know when it's happening. Um, you could also use that meeting to explain the overview of the idea of the sports day and all the roles that will need help. So, for example, what each teacher might be doing, um, what a special needs assistant might be doing, and if there's any other help that is needed on the day itself. Um, That meeting could also be used to explain the team and how the students are going to be organized for the activities. Um, I would also think about sending a note out to the parents saying what clothes, equipment, food and drinks are needed for the children on the day itself. As regards the activities, um, I'd say to create a document explaining what activities there might be for each class level if you're in charge of the overall day itself. The equipment needed for each activity and maybe a timetable for the day itself, knowing how many activities you plan to do and the help needed for each activity. And also don't forget to take the the break times into account. 
Um, let's see, any other ideas? I'd say to have clearly visible station signs as well if the children are in stations. And because the Irish weather is uh, mixed, shall we say, I'd say to have a backup plan um, so that there's a possibility of people having to go in uh, rather than outdoors just in case um, the weather is poor. And lastly, sorry, uh, to arrive to school uh, early on the day itself and to set up so everything starts on time. Okay, I, th I think you have a fairly good idea there. And I suppose even from what you said, it's clear to see, like anything that's going to be a success, the planning is the key, isn't it? All oh, the work absolutely. is done. The day itself will go, should hopefully go fairly smooth if, if the planning and prep is done. But everyone is involved in that, aren't they, beforehand? Absolutely. So, like, once the plan is sorted, then everyone sort of is more comfortable with what their roles are and hopefully the day seamlessly. Yeah. And with Google Docs and, and all them online shared drives, it's never been easier to, to collaborate and, and plan an event in a way. Totally agree. Totally agree. And we'll say if you're having a meeting, um, you can always use the meeting to ask for other teachers' input uh, into how to, make, how to make the day as enjoyable as possible. Sure. And Pete, look, can we get to the key question, right? Because I'm sure we'll have teachers with this uh, question in their minds. So we're, we're still living in surreal times. And I suppose due to the what's currently going on, some teachers, totally understandable, could be a little bit anxious about holding a sports day and principals might be saying, is it worth it? Is it worth the risk? So what would your advice be to them schools that are contemplating this issue at the moment? Uh, look, that's totally understandable, to be fair. So the government guidelines from what I know um, say schools can hold sports days while ensuring that uh, sports days and all activities are in accordance with the school's COVID-19 uh, COVID response plan with particular emphasis on holding activities within the existing pods and bubbles. So mm. having, read, having read all that, um, questions that a school might have to consider would be, first of all, can you mix children from different classes? Um, can you mix children from different pods? So those decisions would be a sort of a school-based decision based on their COVID-19 response plan. Yeah. Um, secondly is, do the arrangements change? Um, depending on an indoor or outdoor sports day. What are the arrangements as regards to sanitizing and handling of equipment? And also, what is the arrangements as regards to physical contact of people maybe playing games? So when schools are thinking about all these questions, uh, they will have to look at their COVID-19 response plan and to have a chat with their principal and to see, okay, um, have they everything in place, okay, for all those types of questions. As regards to okay. the hygiene arrangements for the day itself, look, small practical suggestions that we would give from the IPPA would be that children and teachers wash and sanitize their hands before and after each activity if possible, or for the teacher to have, or sorry, for children themselves to have their own personal sanitizer or a teacher to organize um, a big sanitizer for each child in the class itself. Children to use individual water bottles, which are clearly labeled with the child's name. And general hand and cough or sneezing hygiene applies in sports day as in a normal classroom lesson. And lastly, maybe to ensure a clear system for the use of the bathroom during sports day. Those are just sort of small tips that, that we would tend to give for the day itself. Okay. Yeah. And I suppose the thought that maybe some teachers would have that the sports day is already quite an intensive day in terms of planning and preparing. So I suppose there's just a little bit more to it because of, of what's going on at the moment, as opposed to small little extra things that teachers would just have to be conscious of. But 
from what you're saying, it's really the school's individual COVID plan that will, will shape a lot of these decisions. Absolutely. And to be honest, I said that if you have uh, or it's planned out maybe a week or two in advance, then it gives you more time to see, OK, what arrangements do we have to put in place um, regarding the COVID situation? Yeah, which is fair enough. And it's a tricky one because all schools, we just want to be as safe as possible. But I suppose just what's come into my come into my head there is that schools, the children didn't get a sports day last year. So I suppose it hopefully would be worth that little bit of extra effort if, if we can plan it as safely as possible to ensure that they have an enjoyable day this year. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think it's maybe the least that they deserve as long as it's done in a safe way. Absolutely. Yeah. And Peter, in terms of the day itself, right? So have you any practical tips regarding the organisation of, say, organising teams, competitive versus fun, the actual content of the day in terms of, yeah, in terms of organisation and competitive fun side, all that? Yeah, I... Well, say as regards with say taking your first point there, organizing teams. I think um, most sports days will probably be done class based this year. So I think the teacher themselves have the best ideas regards how to organize fair teams based on maybe athletic ability and what personalities might suit each team itself. Um, there is an app called the Team Shake app, which can help teachers to organize teams for the day itself, um, and that is very very helpful so if for example there might be one or two personalities where you maybe might be better apart the team shake shake app can help you to do that so i would recommend uh, most teachers maybe just um, google team shake um, have a look at uh, youtube uh, because there is a tutorial on it there and it's very very easy to um, to figure out and it really does help you organize um, teams for the day itself Um, In regards to naming of teams and that, um, you could use um, probably each team might be called a colour, an animal, a county, a country, could even be called the name of a subject, um, an animal, um, or the children can name their own teams, really, to be honest. Um, yeah, that would be as regards to the organisation of teams. Um, maybe for what the pop- activities. Sorry, go on, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Just what I was thinking there as well with the European Soccer Championships on in June it could be a chance to integrate the countries of Europe into that organisation. Yeah. And Super perhaps idea. maybe if they know in advance that their country is France or whatever, that they wear a blue T-shirt on the day. So at least then it's reducing the amount of bibs or anything like that. You don't need to... They're coming in, the children are coming in with their category sorted as such. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. And even with that okay uh, you could always tie it in with another subject for example in maths if you're doing sports day activities you can tie it in with uh, maybe data um if you're doing that in maths okay as in drawing graphs as regards how many people did well in certain events and so on just you know small small bits of with say cross curricular integration um yes. the activities themselves i would say so it can be fairly daunting. So first of all, I would say to allow, the, depending on the activities that you choose, maybe allow the children to ask questions before each activity so they can understand clearly what the activity is and that no one thinks they've been treated unfairly in any of the events. Um, it could maybe, I would think in my head, maybe discuss the events um, to the class the day before if everything is organized or possibly even show them uh, a video of an event on a whiteboard too if the teacher has access to a whiteboard okay 
and that that will kind of create excitement as well, a bit of a buzz because they, they'll see the the games in in full swing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I would say it's always advisable to have activities that include both competitive and maybe cooperative elements on the day. So coming up with a program of games and activities that challenge different skills, um, because that'll help to make all children children feel uh, included. Um, maybe team games and races are another great way of encouraging children to come together and to work constructive, constructively to try to win. Um, but where the emphasis is really on team effort, I think, rather than results. And maybe to that end, you could always try and include sportsmanship in some way uh, in the day it's to try and discourage overly competitive behavior, um, possibly maybe having a sportsmanship scoring sheet um, and to make up one of those which uh, rewards children for good behavior on the day itself and try to help their teammates out as much uh, as possible. So that way I think everyone can have um, a nice day itself. Yeah. Yeah. Great points there. And I suppose just thinking back to my own experience, in addition to organizing the day, it's, it's so tricky to get the balance between having competitive and obviously cooperative elements in the day. So what you're saying there kind of, I, I would be of a similar viewpoint that, you want it somewhere in between. And I like the idea of the sportsmanship. Would that be a card then that you'd record for the kids or would you tell them about it in advance? Would you, would you? I would, yeah, it's a good question. I'd say you could tell them about it in advance and also make out um, a certain sportsman sheet, uh, sheet. and uh, the IPPA have a, have a template again on the website. Um, if people want to go uh, looking for that, that might help them to, to use on the day itself it's just rewarding good behavior and um, that the children know that you're looking out for good behavior on the day itself um, because some children children are very very competitive others okay just like the fun element okay and so this way the sportsmanship caters for for everyone you know so that everyone is is um, aware of what's going on on the day itself and that they'll be on their best behavior really very good. Yeah. So we'll also include that link to the, the sportsmanship scoring sheet on the, the IPA website. And Peter, I suppose it can be a bit of a minefield for a teacher trying to decide which events are suitable. And I suppose with, with everything going on, as we've discussed previously, it'd probably be even a little trickier this year. Have you any advice in that regard in which games to, to proceed with or what events to to have on the day? Yeah, so... I'd say it's probably a good idea to have a mix of both maybe traditional and sort of fun cooperative team events. So your traditional events might include, with we'll say, running races, um, the egg or spoon, egg and spoon, spoon race, um, the three-legged race, relay races, um, sack races. Those would all tend to be the traditional events. Um, yeah. And maybe they might suit the more sort of individual competitive um, children on the day itself. Um, as regards the team events, the IPPA has a document on fun team events for all class levels, uh, the equipment needed and the instructions for each teacher wants that also. Now, the document itself has minimal equipment, which during these times is probably suitable for all schools as well. So the emphasis is on fun, minimal equipment and very, very easy to organize games. Um, yeah, that's probably the way that I would go about it. I suppose I could explain some of the, the games on the IPPA website, but I think 
going to it and looking at all the games. And there are some videos of the games themselves, which uh, if you're like myself, you're a visual learner. And if you see the videos, then it makes sense as in how to organize the games. As you listed them, traditional events, I just have so many fun and happy memories from my childhood coming back to me. And I suppose a lot of them games, the egg and spoon race, the potato race, the, the sack race, the children can bring in their own little bits for them races. So at least, again, then there isn't sharing of equipment that in advance the children know what they need to bring in. So again, hopefully that would add to the smooth running of the day itself. Yeah, and that's basically if you organise it a little bit in advance so that the children know what they have to bring in, then they can bring it in a plastic bag and it can be left there for a few days. And then when the day comes around, uh, everyone can enjoy the day itself uh, without any fear of hopefully catching COVID or anything like that. Brilliant. So look, Pete, you've given us an awful lot there and, and I'm already feeling a little bit more uh, relaxed about helping out and organising the sports day in our school. So look, you, you've covered so much and I suppose without putting you on the spot, I was going to ask a few quick fire questions maybe if, if, if you'd be up for that. Go for it, Shane. Why not, sure? Why not? All right. So uh, a, a fast answer, please, now for these. So competitive or fun? Uh, I'll sit in the fence and I'll go and mix. Okay. Uh, music playlist for the day, yes or no? Uh, for me, definitely. Uh, all I'll say is uh, child-appropriate lyrics and content. Perfect. Medals for all or not? Contentious. Uh, I would say medals for the winning team and uh, a small little prize for all of those on the day itself because that way it puts a value on the medal to me. But everyone's different. Okay, so I like that answer because, again, you're kind of, you're in between as such. Yeah, good stuff. Pupils versus teacher in a challenge or a match, yes or no? Uh, definitely, if all the teachers are up first. Uh, so the IPPA has a suggestion or two on this. Um, and I would have a take on the teacher's challenge maybe every year. Um, yeah, that's just me, but everyone's different. Okay. One or two sports days a year? So, yeah, already covered, and I'd say... Uh, because I feel it's an opportunity to get the children moving and to take advantage of whatever good weather we have, and especially with recent COVID closures of sports clubs, activities, and schools, that kids and also teachers uh, need more or need more than ever. Okay, wow. Thank you for that. And my last question, can you come to all the schools and organize these forces for each school, please? I can, Shane, no problem at all. Uh, my fee would probably be 500 euro a day. <laughs> no bother. I'd say, to For be us, honest, you don't want to see me, Shane, just have a look at the IPPA website and um, you'll get everything that you need there as well as if you can, if you can tune on or tune in on a webinar or two um, that are coming up very soon. But, uh, and best of luck to everyone with it. Brilliant. And Pete, that document that you mentioned previously, uh, if, if if people follow the on Twitter or, or Facebook or Instagram, is it possible for them to get that document? If they follow on Twitter or Facebook um, or Instagram, they can access the videos that we have put up um, from the Sports Day events themselves because we were doing that as a promotion for European School Sports Day. Okay. And the document itself, we can arrange to hopefully put that up on Twitter, but that might take a few days, but we'll see what, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Perfect. So look, you, you've given so much great tips there and 
the documents and the videos, I, I'm like you, I'm a visual learner, so I would definitely be going on to the social media to, to get a look at them and, and see which ones would, would best suit our school. But from, from chatting to you, I think you're highly recommending to go ahead with the sports days and you are saying the COVID plan for each school will kind of will kind of shape the day as such. Um, yeah, so that's, you're exactly right, Shane. The, the COVID plan sort of dictates where you're going on the day itself, but most of the activities that we would recommend from the IPPA, we've purposely put in minimal equipment, so there's not a huge amount of sanitization involved, hopefully, for the school itself. And whatever everyone wants to take out of the activities that, that we have put, uh, that we have written down, I should say, um, by all means, uh, best to look at them. Yeah. So, Pete, look, we're coming to the end. Uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time to to come on and, and share all that them insights with us. And I hopefully teachers after listening to this will feel a little bit more confident about organising the sports day because, as I said, I still have great memories of, of my sports days back when I was in primary school and it's been a tough year for everyone. So I suppose the kids will hopefully enjoy the day and it will go smoothly for everyone. But planning is key as well, isn't it, as you were saying? Absolutely. And look, if anyone has any questions, Shane, all they have to do is um, pop a message to the IPPA on Twitter or Instagram and one of us will get back to them as regards the organisation of the day itself or if, or if any of that sounded a little bit confusing, it's no problem at all. Okay. So, Pete, thank you very much for coming on. No problem at all, Shane. Pleasure. Have a, have a great summer and we'll chat to you soon. Same to yourself. Thanks a million, Shane. Thank you for listening to today's Practical and Playful PE podcast. Don't forget to check out the Irish Primary PE Association website, www.irishprimarype.com, for loads more primary PE resources and support. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for updates and details of upcoming PE events.